Hello and welcome to Tech, the Olympus NDT podcast. My name is Emily Peloquin and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and about the incredible people that work in our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly connected this community is. On this show, have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything, from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. On today's show, I'm very excited to receive Mr. John Iman. John is a very involved individual in the NDT community. He currently is the elected president for the American Society of Non-Destructive Testing, known as ASNT. And John's path to the NDT field is one of my favorite kind of story. But when he got involved, he really got involved. He went from ASNT to PRCI to AWS and DTMA. John has been volunteering so much of his time for this community. Today, John will share with us his story, give us some insight on the ASNT organization, and share some of his aspiration for the future of our industry. So let's jump right in with John Iman. John Iman, thank you so much for being on the show. Emily, thank you for having me. So there's, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, there's always that very first question that I like to jump into. And that question is, how did you happen to uh, get into the NDT field? Because as we just mentioned a little bit, uh, you know, before offline, nobody gets into NDT by design. They just, we just happen to stumble upon it. So what's your NDT uh, story? How did you find out about NDT some 20 years ago? Yeah, no, Emily, it's, it's very true. Very few people, you know, are, uh, have a true path to uh, starting out early in their, in their life and getting into NDT. And, it's, and to mm -hmm. your point and, and what you've done with the podcast on asking the question, it's in addition to being informative, it's, it's often time entertaining. Uh, my answer is probably going to lean a little bit more to the entertaining side, but uh, good. One thing I <laughs> we like that. One thing I would also <laughs> say is um, how grateful I am that it happened. You know, mm, uh, yeah. whether that was whether that was a little miracle in my life or or what, but but how I really got into it was uh, I was in between a few businesses. I was uh, working through school up in the the DFW area. And I was in the hospitality industry uh, kind of at nights, and uh, I was tending bar. And okay. I worked for the Pappas family and uh, uh, at a variety of their restaurants, primarily the, the Papados chain and back in the day. And for many years, I had a, a gentleman who would come in and, and talk to me about his, his travels and his, his day and his family. And he was just a fantastic person and individual, and, and thankfully still is, and... and, and He um, he tried to, he tried for many years to uh, try to get me into NDT, and finally I can't really <laughs> answer it other than you know I, I, we, there we were at the at the bar, and and I just said you know 
why not? And uh, no way. So he just he just thought you were a good fit for the industry. He just that there or that you would um, that you would also like it. What what was it exactly that uh, he, that made him? He, Thank you. you he would did. Be, uh, he thought I would. Yeah. He thought it's a great question, you know, because I've asked myself many a times. It certainly <laughs> wasn't the fact that he had ascertained, you know, over the years that I was uh, uh, highly technical. Um, right. It was just that, you know, I think he saw in me and, and actually our, our our team at the time there. Um, we we cared a lot and we asked yeah. a lot of questions and we just kind of did a, a lot of over the top service. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we saw him coming, we had, we had what he liked to drink ready. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of anticipation with that. And he just really believed that, again, I was a lot younger back then, but um, that the relational aspect was a big piece, not just the technical. And, uh, oh, yeah. and, and he, he actually taught me that certainly took a huge chance and uh and again finally one day i was like look i have to be completely candid with you i i do not know what ndt means and i know that you've told me it's non-destructive testing and i still don't know what that means but i yeah. i am willing to take this job and and anyway he and, and a company back in the time to- back in the day uh, which is still around uh, by the name of north star imaging yeah. uh they uh they took a chance and I moved down to Houston in a few weeks and, and, and the rest they say is history. So, um, on the entertaining side, yes, alcohol was involved and, uh, <laughs> and, and a bar and as well as the, uh, uh, NDT and the fact that I had to candidly, you know, highlight, I didn't know what in the world it was. So where where did you start exactly? You know what what was your first job? Was it uh, you know you don't start doing I don't know you know RT or face or AUT or you know it's right away. So how did it um, how did it start? So I was very fortunate and the and they they gave me um, it was basically kind of method by method and okay. I uh, uh, had excellent training and back in the day there was a company of which I believe you. Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't know if you would recall it or not, but it was a company co- company called Texas Nuclear. At okay. the time, it was probably one of the very few um, uh, material identification and X-ray fluorescence uh, that, that they truly pioneered the technology back in the day. It was certainly older technology looking back, um, but they were out of uh, well, they had an office in, in uh, uh, Round Rock outside of Austin. And so I had some wonderful people train me. I had actually, believe it or not, I loved chemistry uh, growing up. I didn't do it in college, but, you know, but in high school, I, uh, uh, I, it was one of those little passions of mine that, that I liked. I didn't necessarily tell anybody, but, but you know, I liked that periodic chart. So it kind of stuck with me and it took and I learned so much. And uh, then I actually got to go apply it out into the, into the industry. And that was the first methodology. And then that evolved quickly into um, remote visual inspection and then okay. x-ray and later ultrasonics and, and phased array. I will say they did try um, many times and supported me within training with, with Eddie Current and uh, uh, and I have the <laughs> utmost for respect yeah. for it. <laughs> I, it was one that just never took for me. And, and yeah. again, it's a great methodology. I just... I, I never could figure out where that eight was coming from, so to speak. So, um, 
And then, and then at night, I would actually, Emily, believe it or not, there was a company that would, uh, well, it's not around anymore, but I would go moonlight because I was selling these products and I wanted to kind of learn how they were really being applied. So some, some friends of mine in the industry got me connected and, uh, you know, I used to go shoot x-rays up and down the ship channel back in the day. Um, so wow. in addition to not only uh, selling it, I actually, for the most part, knew how to do it. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah, yeah, started the uh, with with the sales part of it. But yeah, exactly. You, you need to know how to apply it as well. So did you um, take any uh, certifications or anything like that? Or was that not necessary for what you were doing? So I, I did actually, I, uh, again, I, I'm, I'm a big believer of, uh, uh, for anyone within the industry to continue to invest into yourself. I was I was very fortunate though that the companies at the time that I worked with invested heavily uh, in me, mm-hmm. um, and that was through everything from manufacturers training again to the inspection company that I was I was moonlighting on uh, for, um, you know, got up to I started out as an assistant and uh, um, that was humbling as all get out. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I learned so much and, and then I kind of got up to around that level two status, if you will. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, looking back, I, I learned the right way. Uh, I learned the wrong way and I learned how things really get done. And, right. uh, and, and along that road, too, I just met so many different people um, that in addition to, to selling, it was solving and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and really, really got to understand how important how important our industry is, yet at the time, and still large part today, no one knows about us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, most people don't know what NDT stands for. And now, so you came a long way, and you, you've now been, uh, you're elected president for the, uh, for ASNT for the terms of 2020 to 2021. And, uh, but you've also been involved in ASNT for, uh, for many years and many other also NDT organization for, for a while. Um, so maybe, maybe you can start with describing, uh, for our audience, the, your new role with ASNT and what, uh, what you've been involved, uh, with this organization and, and the other ones as well in the past. Sure. Um, you know, I, I again, like I, like I uh, tried to convey, I was very fortunate that, uh, Uh, in addition to investing in myself, others invested in me. And, and one of the things mm-hmm. that they invested in me that, that I can never give back is, is their time. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that I'm, you know, the, the 80th president of AS&T, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to that. But uh, my career and my family uh, owes a deep, deep, deep gratitude and a debt that I can, I can probably never repay to many of the members in AS&T and other organizations because um, they have not only taught me, but they have uh, supported me through through the journey. And mm-hmm. it, it might sound like words, Emily, but it's the truth in the sense that I, I had no, I didn't necessarily come from this industry and they were so helpful. I was at a, as a, right. at a local AS&T section meeting, the Greater Houston section Wednesday night and There was a panel and, and I was fortunate enough to moderate it, but you know, it kind of flushed out that um, if I've asked anyone in NDT a technical question or 
really anything at all, whether we were competitors or what, when I look back, I don't think anyone's ever not given me an answer. Or right. if I ask for help, I don't think anyone has ever said, I'm not going to help you. And right. so I was yeah. very fortunate with that. I started very quickly when I moved to Houston, um, Brad and I think, uh, you know, Wayne Wisner and, um, mm-hmm. and some others and not to name drop by any means, but those, those guys took me to my very first AS&T meeting. It was over at Brady's Landing and, and I met all these wonderful people and, uh, and whether, I don't think I made a mistake, but they asked me to get involved and well, not too distant <laughs> future after that, I was doing the newsletter, which they said they were, I was going to do for about six months. And I think it was six years later, I still had that thing. <laughs> Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I got to... Bit of a difference. <laughs> well, you know, I think part of it is true, you know, however you, you come up on the industry, there's also an element of paying mm-hmm. dues, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and giving back. So that was, that was just one, one piece of that. And then over the years, I've just had wonderful sponsorship, if you will, not only at the, at the local level, but the, the, the national level. Um, within AS&T and gotten plugged in uh, in different things uh, um, from a business perspective and business and finance committee to uh, um, uh, to the to the I was a board director some time ago trying to represent to the best of my ability and again I'm grateful for everyone's support uh, mm-hmm. I've also been very active within API uh, yeah. over the years it's kind of changed names but it's schemey now but uh, basically the me- mechanical integrity group as I kind of expanded my, my career and learned more in the, in the oil and gas patch uh, and, and how important NDT is. And, and I've also had the uh, fortune, good fortune to be a, a participant of uh, NDTMA, um, yeah. as chairman of that. And, and also what a wonderful organization. It's, it's uh, certainly, you know, service, and comp- service company heavy, um, but it was just a great place. In addition to fellowship, uh, you know, I got to learn a lot in, in NDTMA and and, and uh, some great people there. And, and you know, when industry needs them, um, they're kind of it's kind of quiet until the industry needs them. And, and then it's kind of like E.F. Hutton. You know, they, they it was an old commercial. People uh, people listen when E.F. Hutton talks. And so if there's ever a challenge out there, kind of NDTMA kind of comes together and and uh, bands together and whether it's a fight or whether it's a uh, advocacy piece has done a really good good job with that over there so again mm-hmm. been fortunate to be members and participate in all those organizations and uh and uh that's it yeah and prci and aws i mean you've been pretty much everywhere <laughs> involved everywhere that's amazing because you know as you said it's it is a, a community much more than just a, a, a job, you know? And, and so uh, it's, it's great uh, that you've been so involved. And so this year, um, so, you know, you've picked, well, you've picked, you've been picked for a very big challenge. I mean, 2020 and 20, uh, 2021, um, they've been not so pleasant for a lot of organizations uh, with, you know, the pandemic and, and certainly, um, a challenging time to to take over, uh, but you've been taking uh, these uh, challenges uh, very well and, and adapted uh, to them. 
there's a lot of activities that had to change uh, since the pandemic. So for our listeners, I, I would like to touch on, on some of those, if that's okay with you, some of these uh, new approaches that you may um, had to or wanted to take uh, because of uh, these new challenges? 100% be happy to. Okay, so... You know, of course, conferences is probably the one that is on everybody's mind because, you know, that's uh, what's something that uh, most people know ASNT because of the, the, the huge fall conference. Um, so can you walk us a little bit? Well, first, you know, when you came on board and, and uh, th when this happened, uh, what was uh, your, your first reaction to uh, how ASNT is going to do things differently? Well, first of all, it certainly has not necessarily been me. I mean, the great thing about ASNT is the volunteer structure that it is. And with that, uh, over the years, there is a strong heritage of tradition. Um, mm -hmm. But more so than that, there is a very, very strong heritage of, of protecting the association. Right. You know, we, we are very fortunate Uh, but by our founders and those in the leadership and the members before us over the years to actually go into this, this pandemic with a, a fairly large balance sheet to get us through. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have only been a representative along these lines. It has taken an absolute team to walk us through this turbulence because it's been I bet <laughs> it's been yeah you know and you've been a part of it you know others i mean um but people care and they've wanted to not only keep it together but but also to try to grow through it and it's been very difficult there's been some changes mm -hmm. um but we've tried to be we've had some misses along the way but we we have tried to be transparent and visible to all we also had recently just just uh been fortunate enough to hire a new executive director, uh, okay. which is always a, you know, a, a, there's opportunity with that. It's also challenging, especially when it's compounded with the, the pandemic um, yeah. to, to make changes and to, and to, uh, to get to know even, even his team, you know, and so there, there really have been some challenges, but I, I do have to give, it, 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 it's not a shout out. It is, it is a deep, deep sense of gratitude. And, and I think on behalf of everyone and that uh, that are in the industry and members, <clears throat> we owe a, a, a debt of gratitude to our, our current board of directors. Um, uh, there's been some transition and changes yearly, but for this past year, um, the team at the service center in Ohio mm -hmm. uh, who have kind of cobbled everything together uh, remotely Uh, yeah. And still, still managed to not really miss a beat with a lot of it, um, and and our volunteers, our volunteers, Emily, mm -hmm. have probably met more frequently uh, during this than in than any other time, and 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 part of that's been through the use of technology. You know, okay. like here we are on a podcast, but but <laughs> you know through Zoom, through Teams, whatever, but through the virtual piece, and and, and the other thing that is that is borderline miraculous when you look at it is we've had sections from from you know Mohammed and the team in, in, in Saudi Arabia who I believe you've uh -huh. you've also interviewed or interviewing and, that's right and to to uh, to the Houston section to the to the west coast to the LA 
who have, have kind of banded together. And, and there's even one in Chicago where they got numerous sections together um, and, and done the virtual uh, meetings. And mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't do that. The, the, the leadership, I mean, that was, that was the grassroots approach, right? And so that's oh, that passion that's kind of, kind of kept it together. And that's, so that's been remarkable. The, the, the over, and we owe a deep, a, a deep sense of gratitude to a committee who's been meeting, I want to say twice so a month. Um, although I just said that on the record, it might not be twice a month. It might be once a month, but, um, <laughs> Uh, the business and finance team uh, navigating through the PP uh, uh, P program, uh, in addition to the staff and Neil, uh, there's just been an enormous to amount to to get through, as well as make some really really tough calls uh, mm-hmm. as far as conferences. To your point, and uh, you know the fact that we haven't haven't been able to have them. Um, they're slowly starting to come back, but <clears throat> you know, our, our mission for safety uh, is not only uh, on the integrity of, of, a, of a weld or, a, or an asset, it, it's also about personal safety and That's true. the environmental safety. And sometimes we might lose a little sight of that because we get, or I do anyway, because I get super excited about the technology or um, the application of such or the development, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's really about all that. And that's true. And so we've really had to take a, a renewed focus and, and, and centerpiece safety, not just in, again, in, in the technical aspect, but across the board. Yeah. Taking care of our people too. And the safety uh, that that's such a, that's such a good point. You're right. And we tend to, to lose sight of this. Um, so and and yes, I, I, I want to thank the ASNT team personally because I, it's just tremendous work that they're doing, and and it's all behind the scene, and and we don't really um, we don't really realize, you know, we go to those amazing conferences, and it certainly gave a lot of um, of perspective and appreciations for for all that uh, hard work. That's for sure, um, and and you know, this year must have been just. Uh, just even more challenging different challenges you know it's not uh, it's not the same uh, in person but they they pivoted uh, very quickly and, and they did a great great job with it uh, so what's uh, what's to come with uh, with the next conferences uh, what can we expect what the people listening can in, uh, in, uh, expect I'm sorry for the upcoming conferences so in, indulge me for one one moment, Emily. The, the other thing I, I would be remiss to, but the mm-hmm. companies, including your own and, and, and Olympus and, and others and so many others, have also uh, stayed with us through this time. Mm-hmm. And you know the gratitude that goes with that's very important, not just from a financial perspective, um, but almost from a uh, an emotional one, right? You know, you start mm-hmm. losing companies and people and interest. Uh, you lose your association, right? And so right. we've managed managed to keep that together. And and to your point on conferences, you know, recently uh, some of the local ones are starting to do some things. Uh, the the uh, you know, uh, it was a few weeks ago. The uh, hats off again to the Houston section. I I am a member of it. Just a quick verbal disclaimer. So there's a little passion there, but um, <laughs> uh, and but. They had their golf tournament, and they probably yep. had to move this thing. They moved locations. 
They mm-hmm. moved it probably three or four times. Uh, so uh, Zach and Bonnie and Roger and Skip and 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 uh, the entire uh, event staff did a phenomenal job. But the biggest takeaway used to be that was really all about the golf tournament and some prizes and everything. Mm-hmm. This year, I had the privilege of just kind of sitting and watching and writing and watching. Uh, it was about the fellowship. It wasn't about who was shooting what score. And in the past, <laughs> it's been a very competitive tournament. Um, and so that provided to me a message of, of hope. And, I mean, there was competitors out there. It, it, it was just great to see how they engineered safety into the event, but more so people were not only respectful, but they were so happy to see each other. So with that, you know, we are planning on our first uh, conference being the Digital Imaging Conference this summer. Okay. Um, that's kind of uh, by design in the sense that uh, it is traditionally a little small. It's certainly a lot smaller than our, our, our fall show and, and, and right. Barry and Neil and, and the team have... Uh, uh, really been challenged with all this. We have uh, moved Icy Pit. We have moved the research mm-hmm. and uh, the research conference and canceled. And, and we've done some of these things virtually of which we've learned from. There's been some big pluses uh, and some big um, areas that were, we, we could do a much better job. So there's some gaps, a lot of things mm-hmm. we learned. But our first one is scheduled to be that digital digital conference and then we are currently planning on on providing a safe and effective face-to-face in Arizona for our fall quality conference Mm -hmm. Uh, the details of that is are going to continue to be flushed out Emily Um, uh, it's not that we're trying to hold anything to our vest but but between states between uh, the government and uh, just the overall monitoring there's yeah. There's a lot that changes uh, for the good so far. We're on a little bit of a roll, and I'm, I'm almost apprehensive to say that. Um, <laughs> so so we're, we're really just kind of taking it month by month and, and, and oftentimes day by day. But we are planning those face-to-face that will be engineered in safety. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and I think it's, it's important to have that not only for the fellowship, but... but uh, uh, for the technology aspect, um, as well as, as again, we have uh, been really challenged just as anybody on, uh, on providing it. And, and, and it's a major piece of, of our business. Those, those mm-hmm. conferences, oh, yeah. in, in addition to the importance for industry and gathering, you know, we're probably yeah. not anticipating an enormous amount of international participation at the digital yeah. or the or the fall, um, but that's where again we candidly need help and participation. If you feel like you can go, or if you need help getting your, you know anything we can do to help to get company support to allow, um, but there's going to be a lot of company policies that we've kind of reviewed and heard from that that still might not allow travel. So yeah. we are going to have virtual ability at both okay. of those. So um, even on the face-to-face, um, yes, you know, even yep. if it is in person, you, we can have maybe a digital option to join in as well? We, we, we are. So again, we're kind of starting s- smaller with the digital piece and then moving that into the into the fall. The, the, 
you can imagine probably the complexity on the fall being so so large and yeah. how we'll be effective with doing that. But the team's been very plugged in to uh, uh, other associations. Uh, ASME, as an example, have been doing a lot of their code work um, virtually. And, and again, might not be ideal, but it's been successful. Um, so mm-hmm. we're learning how to do that. One of the big areas that we've got to do a better job on and and how you do that virtually is is our exhibitors. It's it's hard to virtualize a uh, uh, a trade show booth. I mean, it, right. there's certainly products and things out there, but in our world, it's 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 difficult. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, it's so hard to mimic or to replace that um, uh, interaction and the. Uh, just you go there yes you want to see new technology but you want to see the people that you haven't seen in a while haven't worked with in a while haven't you know there's the the social aspect is so important in our community and and so um this is hard to replace virtually but it is uh, but there is though i i feel like if there's any uh when i say silver lining to all of this uh The, the, the what the pandemic brought is uh, probably that that you know w- it can be a, a mix of the two now you know why not i think that's brilliant and it can help a lot of people that don't have the mean to travel to still share their expertise and, and knowledge so that uh, you know if there's any sil- silver lining is that it made it forced us to evolve in that direction I, I think it has, and I think that's a great tool to your point, right? I think, yeah. and you might have a better pulse on this. I, I hate turning around on you, but but I, I might. <laughs> um, you know, we've had technology in our space that has got remote collaboration, virtual mm-hmm. capability, and so forth for quite some time. Yeah. Um, be, I'm curious to see if this, if it has helped it, if this crisis is going to help foster some adoption. No doubt. Um, no doubt. I think, I think it will. Yeah. You, we we you, see it. You do. And, and, and you see that as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Certainly on, on so many different levels. Uh, but, uh, but as you said earlier, and I, I thought that was very well stated. I think it's, we start to see more the safety as a global thing. And, and yes, it, it is also the safety of the, um, The, the operator or uh, the inspector, not just of, you know, the component and, you know, the, the person taking the plane or whatever. Um, so, yeah, we we definitely have seen that uh, that shift as well and, and collaboration as well uh, being uh, um, just something that we didn't think of before, but it is possible to reach out. It is possible to collaborate a bit more uh, globally. And as you mentioned, you know, all those, uh, the, the, the podcasts, but all the, the, the meetings, the ASME meetings, uh, you know, I'm participating into those. That's, that's been great actually, <laughs> because we used to, we used to, to travel and it, it's very time consuming, very also demanding, uh, you know, that just a, to do the rest of your work at the same time. But we realized they, they work very well remotely. Uh, I don't know, you know, how it's working for ASNT or NDTMA or, uh, or other organizations, but, you know, for the most part, it, it, we can meet once a year maybe and then having interim, interim uh, meetings in the meantime as well. So, you know, again, just that I think that a 
a hybrid of the two is probably going to be the way to go in the future. And, and we probably wouldn't have think of that if it wasn't uh, from being forced to do so. I, I think that's spot on. And, and I, I agree with you. And, and, and even and again, back to some of the technology and workflow capability, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's UT, ET, RT, whatever. But, you know, and, and some pieces of the industry have adopted this a long time ago, but others have been slow. But now it's been it's kind of like you hear, don't waste a good crisis. But, um, <laughs> you know, now you're actually people are utilizing the fact they can review the, the scan or the image or whatever. Yeah somewhere and, and and this technology's been out there for for a exactly, while. Exactly. Um, exactly. But it's hopefully it holds and 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 because there's efficiency in that. There's productivity. The one thing I would say, and I don't know how you felt about it, Emily, but for and and I've felt about I, I've certainly uh have been through spells of it, but the other thing you know how I mentioned like BNF and the Business and Finance Committee and, and the board mm-hmm. are actually meeting more frequently. Yeah. I think the one thing back to safety we've got to be have our have our finger on is I, I don't we we don't need burnout and we don't need to overwhelm um, our volunteers uh, that we have remotely. Um, I think we're 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 on a fine line with that this past year and it's been really by necessity but at the same time people still have jobs family that yeah. balance um so i think that's an area that we've got to get better on and and it actually has to do mm-hmm. with safety it might be uh might be mental health but yeah. um uh but i think uh or at least with me um <laughs> but but it's an area it's an area we need to be focused on and 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 vigilant on because you, you you don't want to um pull uh, and, and continue to pull too much from, from our wonderful volunteers. And that includes That's our true. staff as well, too. Um, so I think it's been a huge learning curve along those lines. And that's just an area I think we need to also remain vigilant, not, not only as an association, but as an industry. That's so true. I, I, I love what you're saying. And we've seen it, you know, you're right. It's uh it's something that it brought to light is uh, not just the physical health, because we're very aware of that, of course, right now, um, you know, to, to remain healthy and how that can be important. But the mental health aspect is that's a very good point. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of companies is they they're trying to adjust for that uh, and realizing how important it is to uh, to have, you know, to, to keep the employees safe and and happy and and productive and all of that is a it's a very big component that uh, again we i don't think I, th- I don't think we were seeing that before i think it shed some light on this uh, issue as well so that's that's mm. a very good point so um i guess to 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 finish because i don't want i know you're a busy man i don't want to take uh, <laughs> the entire day uh, uh, away from you but uh, i would like to know what would be your aspiration for the asnt organization maybe i don't know five to ten years down the road now that we know what we know uh what would be uh, your wishes for uh, asnt so you know great question uh when i look at it you know the big picture and i, I try to look around the corners five ten years from now we're, we're making quite a few changes right now you know not just to get through what we've we've we seem to be getting through with all the turbulence um, but there's some things, 
you know, a, a, an honest appraisal that we should have made some changes uh, some time ago. Um, mm. And and so this has been an opportunity to rationalize some of those and, and implement some of them. At the end of the day, uh, kind of uh, reverse engineering, I would love to see our membership across the globe be too. I would love to see it be 30,000 people. Um, mm -hmm. I would love to see um, value with that membership for not only a, a level three, which is certainly, you know, uh, really we have a gold standard program and, and, and product for that and have, but we need to continue to innovate. But, um, you know, AST has tried in the past a little bit to create some value for uh, the level twos and the practitioners of the world, as well as, you know, engineering and research and development. I'd really like to see that get a little bit more coherent. I would like mm -hmm. to see AST not only provide more value within the memberships, not only individually and corporately, but be really close with industry and regions across the world. I think we need to be a little bit, diversity is a piece that, you know, the word is often talked about in, in, in today's world and political world um, in a lot of different elements. But in, in the AST, uh, breadth and depth, uh, you know, in addition to, to getting the younger generation more involved and how, mm -hmm. how do you find out it before I did, you know, um, Tendon Parr, um, how do you find out about that more in, from a high school perspective or a junior yeah. high or uh, an engineering perspective, you know, but the diversity also within geographies, uh, much mm -hmm. less gender and, 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 and type. And type meaning, in my opinion, like, again, the level ones that there's not too many of in the world anymore. How do we, how do we support them and get them more on-the-job training in their practitioner piece? Mm -hmm. How does AS&T approach, you know, right now in the States as well as in the world? We hear about infrastructure. We hear about funding. Um, we don't necessarily, or I certainly don't know what that looks like, but... Um, shouldn't we probably be advocating a little bit more um, for our industry um, mm -hmm. with those opportunities? So five to 10 years from now, I'd like to see some massive growth, but I'd like to see that with uh, value coming along the lines uh, for our members. I'd like to see us advocate for the industry a little bit more. For mm -hmm. whatever reason, you know, we've, we've got tremendous tradition um, but again, as we've started out and, and, and when you and I were talking, we've kind of been underneath the radar for a long time. So um, those are the things I'd like to see. And, and, and a few of the things that we are doing is we're creating some advisory committee. We, we actually have for the first time, a, or to my knowledge, the first time a, a, a board of advisors that we're kicking off. I think you might know one of the members quite well. Um, and we'll be announcing that soon. But, okay. but really what that's about is you know, I, it's not. It, it's so that we get closer to industry, and get closer to the needs and what we can be. Sometimes, mm -hmm. with all of our passion, including, and, and I'll speak for myself, I, I get passionate on something, and, and I don't necessarily see um, the entire picture. So, mm -hmm. I think we want to have more advisors, you know, in these areas that have got a, a little bit better pulse or voice of the industry to where we're not drinking our own Kool Aid. Um, right. And that we're, that we're innovating around certifications, around R&D and some other areas. It's not just, 
hey, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go do it. Um, it's not in silos or it's not, uh, yeah, that's great. You, you, you're getting the, the real pulse of what's happening out there by asking multiple people. Uh, that That's a great idea, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're excited about that. And that's, again, in summary, that's where I'd like to see us. I'd like us to see a lot. I'd like to see AS&T um, provide a lot more value, not just to the member, but to the industry. And we do a tremendous job already. Um, let me be very mm -hmm. clear with that. I just, I think it's time we get out from underneath the radar and uh, start mm -hmm. advocating. Agree, agree that we don't just hear about NDT when something goes wrong, but for the rest of the time as well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, John, thank you so much. I mean, I think I think I could chat with you all day. I think that's very, very interesting information that you shared with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for just all the dedication that you have for the NDT community. It's certainly extremely appreciated, uh, all your commitment. And um, and I hope we'll get to see each other in person again soon and, and to meet again soon. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited for what's coming for ASNT. Thank you for your involvement. Oh, and, and thank you. And thank you, Emily, for putting this together and continue to drive. And it's things like this that are um, really a big part of advocacy. You're, help, you're helping with this to keep people informed, um, which is important and the visibility is important um and in in your own way and what this provides also is just great for uh, for the fellowship in our community so so thank you um more than anything thanks again and we'll talk again very soon i'm sure and that is all for today's show I hope that you found this episode inspiring and that it triggered that same passion in you to get involved and to get the word out there about NDT. As usual, thank you for listening. And if you found this episode inspiring, share it with a friend or a colleague so you can get other inspired as well. In the meantime, as we mentioned today, safety is not just about components. It's about the people. So stay safe and thanks for contributing to making the world a safer place.